Welcome Wargamers, join your hosts, Falco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Wargaming Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trident Wargaming. I have three special guests on today. I am joined with the Boys of the Golden Throne. I've got AJ here. Hey. John. Keyword special. And Eric. <laughs> also special. So welcome, welcome back to the channel, gents. Uh, Eric, I know it's your first time on here, so uh, welcome. Thank you. Uh, this Thanks for having us back. Oh, you're very welcome. Very welcome. Uh, this weekend was something special. We had a Horse Heresy event hosted by Boys of the Golden Throne uh, with uh, Kippers Melee. And uh, it was two days of pure heresy action, which is a lot of fun to play in. I'll be honest. Um, I can let yeah, was, uh, AJ kind of talk about it. It was great to have you come back. Like you had come a couple months. What was it in May that we had our Titanicus event that you first came down to and yeah. shown up with your your boys front near match and shirts and it's true. Um, get us getting all intimidating and being intimidated, being like, "Oh, we got to up our shirt game here at the the Bot GT." <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we uh, this event was at uh, the Kippers Melee, as you said, which is. Uh, um it was celebrating if it's 10th year uh running and was actually i guess their biggest year yet of almost 300 people there's over 140k players uh making it the second biggest 40k event and then we had our super cool yeah in canada thank you john uh, we had our super cool little back corner of uh, 15 tables of heresy rocking 30 people. Um, which 16 was, tables, even. Well, we did have 16, but then we had a couple drops. That's true. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, 30 people in total. And uh, it was really awesome. I, once again, we like met our kind of our internal bot GT kind of goals at any of the events where we're hosting an event with other events is like let's just make ours look like the best thing out there like the nicest tables uh luckily we have a whole bunch of great people like yourself that bring beautiful armies and uh usually there's lots of people migrating to our section of uh the conference hall there to just ogle which is always uh something that brings a smile to my face so um but yeah it was really good turnout um overall we had um we had two days five rounds it was really tight between the traders and loyalists it was going back and forth or originally the traders or loyalists took round one and then tied up and then traders took it round three and then it got tied tied up again in round four and then culminating in uh the loyalists taking it uh 37 points to 31 which Ooh. i'm always i'm always stoked for and uh john and eric will be boo hissing right now um but uh as a secret uh or not so secret loyalist player i'm always rooting for the loyalists so uh it was really great we had um that a lot of different armies than what we had typically seen a lot of like at least our local crew really switching it up from what they have typically brought, or at least that was kind of my sense. I don't know about uh, Eric and John, but overall the spread of loyalists were that we had two Dark Angels, two Ultramarine players, two Salaman players, two Imperial Fist players, including yourself, Bill, a Space Wolves player, two Iron Hands, two Mechanicum, a Death Guard, and a Raven Guard. Um, and then on the trader side, we had only one Alpha Legion, which we were all quite surprised surprising. by. Uh, three Emperor's Children, three Iron Warriors, three Death Guard, three Word Bears, and uh, World Eaters, and Sons of Horus. So, you know, a lot of those are things that we've typically seen, but, um, you know, I think 
like three word bearers players. We I don't think we've seen that at least locally. All the death guard players of even like a trade or a loyalist death guard, so four death guard in total. Usually we're used to maybe seeing one or two. Um, and then of course, lot, no one was really surprised by a whole bunch of, uh, iron warriors player. I, I guess really it's, it really, it would have been four with Teo coming in, um, and subbing out for, um, a player that dropped around or on day two. So really we had four. And as soon as Teo finished those two rounds, he's like, yeah, these are going on the shelf <laughs> for a little bit. They're too, too powerful for, for Taya, Taya likes to do weird kind of lists that no one would think about. So uh, anyway, I, I thought that um, all, of, all of the armies were like a great spread. All of them painted really great. Um, and uh, Bill, like I seeing you put yours together in how long? Like a it few was, weeks? Yeah, the army was, was a project of madness and it was <laughs> built and painted in three and a half weeks that's so crazy so well done yeah i'm pretty sure i was on the verge of divorce when i left to go to bc because <laughs> the mom was not pleased yeah yeah you better uh you're pay- you gotta pay your dues man <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> That's that's great. Your your Sicarans there were were some of the the nicer models I thought that I saw all weekend. So well done on those, especially oh, in that tight turnaround. Much appreciated. I, I did put my time on like the bigger models or like the really you know like the fancy units, Terminators, Chaplin, um, my Sicarans especially, cool. and the Dread. Um, the Marines were essentially like tabletop finished. I'm starting right. to now you know go through and highlight and make them look all pretty with the details well it's interesting because a few people said to me you know it's like oh i'm so glad that we have an event to like get me motivated to like hey i need to get this squad painted for this event or whatever and uh at least for myself i haven't been doing a lot of painting in the last little while but i've gotten very motivated after this event to uh do some more painting so uh uh, it's definitely fired fired me up, but uh, you know, I just kind of ran the event. John did a lot of the organization, but then John and Eric both played in the event. So I'll maybe kick it over to you guys and you know, and Bill, like, how is your thoughts on the event and some of your games and you know, any grudge matches or like tough fights with the new rules that you uh, ran into? There, there was a few uh, tough games for sure. I know um, Phil Turner last I'll round. Fill her up. Fill her up. Last yep. time we uh, played in uh, Titanicus, it was a very, very good back and forth game, and Heresy was no exception to that. Uh, there was just lots of um, back and forth. His army can definitely take a beating, and like just keeps coming. It's just very, very uh, durable and hard to whittle away. So uh, yep. it was one of my. Uh, one of my favorite games. I think the absolute best game I played all weekend though was against uh, John. That uh, yeah. that game yeah. honestly was insane. That was probably, if I had to be completely real, I think that was probably my favorite game of Heresy 2.0 so far. So far. Uh, yeah, you guys it was definitely was, pretty crazy. You guys were definitely like vibing on that, and I could you both going to getting beers, and you both were like. This is just fucking crazy. Like, it was. Every single yeah. time I came yeah. around, it's just like this is so bloody. Like I don't know. It's like you both were very keyed up, which was awesome. To yeah, see. <laughs> it was also two very different styles of lists, which was very very cool. I think because uh, the thematic sort of thing of Bill's list being sort of the the very classic uh, imperial fists hold the wall sort of defensive style list with uh, a lot of you know auto auto weapons and really beautiful sakarans and a lot of uh, tactical marines and a lot of pinning stuff and and led by a uh, chaplain which was pretty cool thematically given the fists are supposed to sort of been 40k be the religious zealots so it kind of feels like a call forward to that uh and a really just amazing hq models by the way uh, on Bill's end, like, just a beautiful army, but 
just felt very much like um, the classic sort of knights versus bad guys, like barbarians, like um, the Sons of Horus list being very aggressive and very much a drop list, a black reaving list, which is just in your face. And it was sort of a reoccurring theme of the weekend was like it swings big and it either goes well or it doesn't, but <laughs> it goes spectacularly no matter what it does. Uh, no matter how it goes. Um, and yeah, against Bill's list, list it was very interesting because I think we both had a, an early intuition that it was going to go away that it actually kind of didn't end up going. Um, and yeah, it was just a bloody game. It was. It was very, yeah. As, as soon as, um, if you kept up to date with any of the socials that we were posting pictures on, as soon as John dropped that... Uh, Ambulus Dreadclaw and you know the Justarian Terminators with Abaddon there's a, there's a very distinct picture of him just like all up in my back lines <laughs> yeah. and, and that's when that's when the, fl- the switch got flicked to like meat grinder mode and it just started and it was like constant for I'd say probably a solid three turns of just back and forth blooding and then yeah. after that that was it I just I didn't have any more meat to throw in it was <laughs> the grinder was still it's hungry a- so is an interesting like like this was my first time sort of not my first time running black breathing but it was that for my first time running that sort of incarnation of it and i will say like for all my feelings about sons of horus and, and heresy 2.0 i do really like the way the black breathing list plays because it is just very much like uh in your face hyper aggressive um and as you saw like it's pretty crazy the amount of charge strength that you can get off of that like with all the just air and all the rage rage attacks and all the like just deep strike being so much more prevalent now and just you know being able to assault as you arrive but your list also having a lot of strengths like in terms of the way that you can use reactions your ability to pin units um the strength of Graviton uh, on, you know, cav- ostensibly what our cavalry now with uh, the javelins. And uh, it just felt really cool because it felt to me like a shining of both sides of the game where like I'm seeing a lot of stuff about Heresy 2.0 being this extremely uh, shooting dominant right now. And while I do agree that that's kind of the case, it was kind of awesome to see the black reaving list just be actually very formidable and like, Holy shit, this is a lot to, yeah, yeah, a lot to handle. Um, yeah. New question here with the changes to dreadnoughts. What does Graviton do to them? Is grab good against them or box them up? Um, basically, uh, once, once you hit, um, on a roll of a one, nothing happens. On a roll of two to five, you take invulnerable saves only. Okay, and on a roll yeah. of six, you get no saves. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, Just so it, like, I, I was running the two yeah. squads of three, which are essentially firing out six Graviton shots a turn. And, right. yeah, they... That's They're what they like were the built for. the new school Volterax, I guess, in a way. Yeah. They're very much like the... Yeah, they felt a lot like that classic, like, hate wire. Fast unit that's actually fairly tough. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the it's, best legions can get essentially. I think honestly, yeah, those landscapers with grav. Well, I yeah, I think I remember some people doing that lot. I think uh, I think Jeremy's got some of those grav landspeeders, but I forget. I think which so. I think he might have javelins, or maybe it's yeah. javelins out of his like seven legions that he has. <laughs> I get mixed. Yeah. Down. Yeah, I have a couple might of them have, as well. Uh, he might have a bunch of ones. I can't remember. Are they for your Emperor's Children, PB? Yeah, I have two. And then I I had done up some grab weapons like a few weeks back for them. And I realized how good it was. <clears throat> yours the old school, new school ones, like Bill's? Well, yeah, yeah, la- lawn chair, same one. Yeah, of course. The la- the lawn, lawn chair, chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can do not. They're so great. <laughs> well, I definitely heard from... Like with that game, I specifically remember John, you coming up to me. It must have been like 
at maybe end of turn one or something like that, and you were just like, pretty sure I'm going to lose this game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we both, just, that's the thing. Me and Bill were both just looking at the table and we're like, holy shit, yeah, this is going to be tough. Yeah. And uh, then I, I heard more of that from like other opponents of Bill or that played Bill throughout the the weekend of just like, oh man, those assault cannons, like they, those are not to trifle with. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Brutal. there was a few guys that were like just straight abuse of how much dice I was throwing, right? And I think even uh, you made that comment, AJ. It's like, what are you trying to do? Play orcs? And I was like, yeah. essentially, yeah, I am. <laughs> you had a, you had a dice pile, pile like an orc play yeah. there for sure. But I guess what it was like two 10 man squads of assault cannons. Yeah. And so that's 40 shots a squad. 40 shots each, which is. Oof. That can also move and shoot. Yes. That can move and shoot. Yeah. Because yeah, they are assault four. And obviously, being auto weapons, you're hitting on twos and wounding majority on twos. Um, yeah, and being rending six is where they kind of <laughs> shine. That's, uh, that's very spicy. I have a feeling that a few people walked away after playing you just being like, well, if I could do that, I would, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. I know there's I a few it's only, people. It's uh, only Imperial Fists and Blood Angels that can do that, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. the, that's in the tech or the support squad. That's for, um, you can pretty much upgrade any heavy flamers like in your, in your army to be able to do oh, that. Okay. So it's a heavy squad. It's not a, a, yeah. a support squad. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely like seeing all those rotocannons. It's yeah. like, Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to play against that, but that looks cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it feels cool when you're, uh, you know, just kind of throwing it out and just slamming dice down on the table. Yeah. It's, uh, it's probably a little more lethal than this, but definitely like the way that I kind of feel with my, and obviously you as well with the Sakaran Punishers. Like, just love that unit because it's just like, I love Gatling guns to begin with. <laughs> Super cool. But then to actually just throw down like 40 dice and be like, all right, let's see how many, how many tacticals I can kill or whatever. Yeah, it, it, it's um, it's a lot of fun, especially running those two, uh, the twins as I call them. Um, I, I tried to really keep the theme anything that could have an assault cannon did have an assault cannon so i spent the extra 40 points per sicarin just to take assault cannon sponsons that i had a friend 3d print for me um yeah ex explaining <laughs> Super to cool. i didn't even, i didn't even think about how you could do that it's funny when i saw that i was like oh geez i'm jealous yeah I, uh, <laughs> oh wait you had the assault cannons on the sicarins on sicarin sponsons as well yeah oh shit i didn't see that yeah so, so how many shots are each one of those tanks they're, they're each four well each each tank fires each out the... 30 shots so you get oh, 18 wow, from the yeah. turret you get eight from the assault cannons and you get four from the heavy bolter if I if if I had the points, I would have taken pintle mounted assault cannons because it would have been awesome. But I just didn't have the points. Wow, that that is spicy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I did. Yeah, well, and then they hit on twos to to boot, so it's like it, it's pretty crazy. Like, yeah, imperial fists are fucking strong. Like, sounds yeah. like that just sounds like a squad of like Myrmidon destructors. Or like in, in the old edition, yeah, like in some in some, some, two, levels, in or, some yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, maybe I shouldn't. That's maybe salt in the wound to Eric because I know they. Uh, <laughs> I learned some things. You learned some things <laughs> in oh, your yeah, game against Bob. Funny. <laughs> yeah, that was radiation. Engines need to die immediately. Yeah, I was glad to see Mechanicum still be very lethal because everyone's been pooping on Mechanicum. So book dropped. So I was. Oh, Myrmidons are good. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Myrmidons like fared best out of that entire book. They're scary. Yeah, they were. Uh, they were frightening. I think. Yeah, are Bob. They're... I think took a lot of like what's currently shining in that book and just ran with it with Myrmidons and Thalax or. Yeah, he didn't necessarily though, because he also had had artifacts, which are like I just because I played Bob as well, and I was it was depressing. Artifacts are, <laughs> yeah. I will say bad. this right here, right now. Artifacts are 
fucking terrible in a way that is like I I really couldn't believe how staggeringly bad they were. <laughs> they were just terrible. The night was also kind of mediocre. Super bad. Yeah, I yeah. I and and having having uh, the uh, um Atropos, yeah, the fucking yeah. uh, having my contender just completely outdo the night was pretty depressing. <laughs> well, that's something that I've been on the receiving end that's of true. before, so I'm used that's to that. That's true. <laughs> um, but Eric, like Eric, how is your? Uh, I know that you uh, you took my position at bottom of the barrel. Um, Damn right, strong anchor. <laughs> the, taking up the anchor position, we got to have one Batichi member holding it up. Uh, but yeah. you did win. What, in my opinion, the the big prize of the weekend, which was best painted, which well well deserved. Um, what was your thoughts on the games and just uh, you know maybe your list and what you would would you change? Are you coming out of it? Are you thinking about any new builds or things you? Uh, yeah, uh, like the, the list I ran, I had never played until that event. Um, my original. Uh, Emperor Shulin Army when I first built it, like, for the Deuces Gone Wild, I think it was, like, in 2019 was when I first kind of yep. got the army ready for it. It was all Noise Marines, like, the third company elite uh, with the Cacophony, so I had, like, 30 of those. Uh, it, that was just kind of the army I had. I never touched it over COVID because I had no inspiration. Um, so, really, it was this event coming up. I was like, oh, I actually want to be able to play the army again. And in second edition, the third company elite, while it's still in there... Uh, Cacophony, while they become troops, they don't become line. And it kind of makes it... It's still kind of neat. It's more fluffy, I think, than practical. Um, you could probably make it work, but yeah. I just felt like, guys, oh, I'll probably get crazy. aren't going to hold the line. They're just going to no. whatever the one, hell they want. <laughs> one wound models. Uh, they, they're good, actually. I'd say that my, my, I did take one Cacophony squad, and they performed pretty good uh, all weekend. Um they're one of my favorite units, I think. They're a bit unassuming, because they do... But they... With that pinning, especially at night... Like, night fight... Pinning minus one with night fighting um, is pretty nice. That's um, pretty sweet, yeah. And uh, it helped that I had, like... I had ten different three-colored... Three, like, sets... Uh, three dice per guy and ten dice so I could roll all at once. That's the other thing, because it all gets hot, right? So you'd have to roll them one guy, one guy, one guy, and I can't right. stand doing that. So I, I collected a whole pile of dice that are all... Like, you know, set a set of three for each guy, and I could just roll all ten shots, which made them a lot more playable, in my opinion. Anywho, uh, but yeah, so I've been just pounding up models for the last two months, basically. Um, Like, tacticals and other stuff to kind of fluff out the army to play. So I I tried running the Maruskaru right of war, which is definitely a lot, probably a lot better, uh, being able to outflank uh, with, you know, elites and... Fast attack and troops is pretty sweet. Um, but the games were uh, uh, tough. That's probably because of myself, but also because of other people that were very good. Uh, why, started you, out, why yourself? My tactical uh, capabilities are usually a bit limited, and my dice rolling is notoriously terrible. So uh, it, it often leads to a lot of my stuff dying, and not so much of the opponents. But that's okay. I don't mind. I still had fun, so... Uh, like I started out playing Cam, uh, the guy who, who ended up, uh, I think, doing quite well in the event. And he's always a, a good, strong opponent with his iron hands. Yep, Cam took uh, the day as uh, the top Praetor and number one Praetor for the Loyalist. Yeah, so he had a, a pretty good list. Ferris, it was a uh, motherfucker. <laughs> he didn't take Ferris <laughs> in my game, thankfully. Uh, oh, wow. was, oh really? Nice. Yeah, well, he, he kind of brought, like, a side list, and people were, like, if someone didn't have a Primarch, he just offered, hey, do you want me to play my non-Primarch list? Oh, and that's was, nice. Okay. And I'm glad, because I didn't want to get my shit pushed in by Ferris. Because uh, I was, from my HQ was Eidolon, who is no Primarch, uh, I'll tell you that much. Um, so that was a good, <laughs> tough game. Uh, he ended up winning. He almost tabled me, I think. I had my uh, Phoenix Terminators in the back of his lines, because they outflanked in. That were running around, um, but yeah, he was he beat me quite handedly. But it was a uh, it was good. Um, one of the other good trouncings I got was from one of your boys, Bill uh, Armin. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he 
he definitely pushed it in good. Um, but he was a gent, I have to say. He was a very nice guy. I, I he didn't he wasn't out for Titanicus uh, back in like, no. the spring or whatever it was. But um, so it was my first time meeting him. But he was super nice, um, even though he was rubbing it all over me and destroying me quite handedly. Um, great man though, really good. I enjoyed playing with him. I did try challenging the lion with uh, uh, Eidolon, who charged valiantly into them and got smacked in the face and killed in one hit. So uh, clearly, <laughs> trying to fight the lion with uh, with him didn't really work out. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. Uh, the one game I did end up winning, I did win a game, so I'll, I'll say that. I didn't lose all my games. Uh, was against uh, Jason uh, Sharples, who was also playing Imperial Fist. Um, it almost felt like, a bit, like hearing about your list, Bill, I didn't see it too closely, but it kind of a similar idea. He had a lot of heavy support squads, uh, or support squads as well, I think. But he was running more rotor cannons. Uh, His was cannon. way more mechanized. Yeah, uh, it was a very mech uh, list. Jason's had a lot of armor 14 and stuff. It was quite different from Bill's, actually. Yeah, Bill's I was just thinking of the... Uh, yeah, um, I guess that's true. Uh, I was just picturing like the, the squads, and the, I saw lots of assault cannon-looking devices, but they were actually running yeah, cannon for sure. using. Uh, pretty yeah. effectively. It was kind of neat to see a different style of list I've never played against, so... Um, that just that game literally came down to my like two sun killers that were left making one of his Templar squads break and run back out of my line because it was a line breaker mission, and that was the only reason I ended up winning because he he broke ran and he couldn't get back in time before the game was over, uh, awesome. which got me got me away. I was pretty stoked. So that was pretty great, and I ran away from Sigismund like a little bitch because I knew I had no chance. So <laughs> I, poor Eidolon just uh, just kept on running. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I said some tough games, but everything was fun. All the all the guys were were great as always. So yeah, had a good time. I I don't know how I'll change up the list yet. I'm gonna just probably keep expanding. Uh, I need to get some more Palantine blades. I want to get some jump pack Palantine blades to run with Eidolon. I think that might be a little more effective. Oh. Um, because because he I had him with an assault squad and they just don't hit hard enough. Eidolon's good, but the basic tactical assault squad uh is yeah it's like you didn't have an enough assault weight. squad and and uh you know yeah like and a freaking palatine you know blades yeah like the like the assault squad should be the support for them but not the not actually the bodyguard yeah so i think that'll be a nice maybe a nice addition like a 10 10 of them with jump packs that way they're all weapon skill five and two wounds each i think that'll be a bit of a tougher unit to run with him, I think. Um, yeah, and then you have models in the game too. Oh yeah, they're in my they're opinion, super gorgeous. I have ten on foot, uh, but I'll I'll probably just grab another ten and get jetpacks for them. I think I think that'll be cool. Because I also want to try Lucius, uh, and maybe I'll run him with like the on foot guys and see how that goes at some point. Because he seems cool. like a beast. Yeah, no doubt. Um, he looks quite good. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'll keep. Keep uh, keep expanding on the army. So I have a nice, more rounded army now of stuff I can pull from, which is nice. So, um, kind of keep going from there. Good on. Yeah, good on you for getting the tactics done. Yeah, I got. I think I finished. Uh, I finished thirty for this event. So that was all from the all Mark Six uh, dudes from the new yeah. box, which were super easy to paint because there's no trim, which is freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. definitely makes a difference. I'm looking forward oh. to that for my um, Alpha Legion, that there's no time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, I will be leaving relatively soon in this chat, but what I would one thing that I'd like to quickly discuss before I do go, after playing in the event and after playing in uh, Teo's event um, a few weeks before and just having some general games, is my thoughts on how powerful Primarchs are in this edition and how I, I'm pretty into it, to be completely honest, because Primarchs really do feel extremely powerful now. They are terrifying to fight against. Um, and on it, like, because, you know, before I always felt like people would, uh, people who thought that Primarchs were scary hadn't figured out that they were they were a lot of times were very um, focused on Death Star style lists and didn't necessarily understand that you could just sort of <laughs> avoid them. 
but now Primarchs are just like, oh my god, it, it it's crazy. Every Primarch in a game where you don't have a Primarch is they are truly something to be horrified by now. Can't yeah, confirm. Scares, I was terrified. That scares the crap out of me because, like, I was scared shitless of Primarchs before in like <laughs> yeah, the first edition, so much more powerful, and now though. if you're like they're more, I'm just like, good god. They are nasty. So I would like you know I will give you my sort of a quick rundown of like when I played against Ferris, right? So when I played against Ferris, I had about sixteen hundred points. Uh, of just Aaron and Reavers drop down around Ferris's uh, Land Raider transport and they blew it up. They charged him. This is in a black Reaving list. This is just a Land Raider. So it's literally just a command squad and Ferris and a Praetor and, and a librarian. Um, and, and a librarian, admittedly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but charging this unit, like, I had Abaddon, who hits like a complete truck. I'm charging this unit, I'm multi-charging, right? And with Black Reaving, there's a real uh, force multiplier when you start getting multi-charges off, because you start getting rage on these units. And there is almost nothing in the game that I know of that can hit harder than, than a unit of just Darren charging with rage because they literally have three attacks base, which is pretty crazy for a Terminator bodyguard. Their weapon skill five, they're getting furious charge, they're getting all these bonuses, and then you throw rage on top of that, and it's just like a staggering amount of like damage that's coming in, right? I charge that unit and uh, you know, by the end of the game, I, I did end up killing Ferris, but that was largely owed to the fact that Cam actually had bad rolling on Ferris's saves. Um, Ferris did manage to almost, right, like, if, if Cam had rolled slightly better, that combat would have gone differently, is how I will put it. Uh, the other thing is understanding now that Primarchs can literally choose on a 3+, plus. they can just choose. I don't even think it's on a 3+, plus. I think it's a, just when they hit in melee, actually. It's not even precision strike. It's not, it's actually not actually precision strike. They can just choose the model that the wounds go onto, which is so unbelievably powerful. Like, that just means that you can kill characters outright before they even yeah. attack. You can have a 200-point character, you can isolate that character, and they're dead before they even got to attack. Um, yeah, pretty wild, pretty crazy, uh, pretty cool, right? But it's just absolutely terrifying. Probably one of my biggest takeaways from this edition, just Primarchs are now something to be truly feared. <laughs> Yeah, I would wow. definitely agree with that because they're uh, it's it's they're no slouches, that's for sure. And it's made worse, right? Like it, if you play a shooting army, it's a lot easier to manage because you can sort of try to avoid them at least. I guess I'll emphasize that, right? Like I'm play, I was playing a very melee don melee focused army, so that adds to that but it, yeah it's just it's just pretty awesome to see them in effect like holy shit primarchs are really really just on a different level now um i cannot wait this this uh this event made me so excited to try horus out because i've really been holding back i'm just like all right i want to play lists that have no primarchs i you know the first few games i played i played no legion specific units i just wanted to sort of like slowly roll my way into the game and see how things play and um, now I think I'm ready to see the awesomeness of Horus on the table after playing against a few different Primarchs. Well, we had, like, who did we have? We had a, a Pertrabo, we had a Fulgrim, we had an Alpharius, yeah. we yeah. had... Did we have an Alpharius? I didn't even know that. Yeah, Nico had one. Oh, crazy. Oh, crazy. Um, mm -hmm. And then we had uh, Mortarian. Yep. And a Ferris. I think that... Oh, and, uh, uh, and oh, was Gilman there? Yeah, Kalos had him. 
Okay, oh, yeah, and the, 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 lion, the lion, the lion, yeah. and the lion. Yeah. Iron Man yeah. had the lion. Um, I think that's the Angron most as well. Was Angron? Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Ray. Ray had Angron. Ray had him. Yep. Oh, okay, I think that's the most Primarchs we've ever had in a single event. Then that's interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah, I guess you're probably right. So usually, it's just being a handful, or sometimes we've just like, hey, no Primarchs at this event, but uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a, and it's an interesting thing. I definitely had the thought of like, I have to blame them. I'm like, well, maybe it might be a thing in the future events where we have uh, players sort of claim Primarchs. I mean, obviously, it's nice to, when you're having a narrative event, have one of each Primarch, anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely was like, holy crap, like, Primarchs are scary. And no uh, Ferris because he's a dead bitch. Oh. <laughs> I can say that because I'm an Iron Hands player. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so i anyways i guess uh before i head out here i would like to finish off by saying thanks to the great game bill thanks for all the help uh eric with the sort of the pdf stuff and just helping me plan before and all the fucking just the, the tons and tons of stuff that i that i uh, asked for your help with that you just Problem. Just did did without any sort of protest. We're great about so. Thank you very much, and thank you AJ for fucking slogging through the uh, <laughs> the actual event of uh, toing, which is exhausting and is rewarding, but is definitely exhausting. You're a better man than I because I uh, still like to play too much to actually be the to at these things. So I just sacrificed my man hours before the event. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, uh, I, I was super happy with how it turned out. And it was super great to see uh, Bill and meet Armin and meet, um, was it Jason? Gary. Uh, Gary. Gary. Gary, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was, he was great too. It was like, your crew was super fun and uh, really positive and just, I love it. I love it. Anytime I can meet nerds who are just like down to have a couple beers and just fucking have some good games and not take themselves too seriously and just have fun. It's uh fucking it's the best. Yeah, no so you guys are uh, great. Thanks for making the flight down. Now we have to hop on flights and return the favor. That would be, uh, that'd be legit. I know uh, April, April it's coming down. So, Oh, we're gonna, we're definitely gonna try to make it for sure. I know I'm, I'm gonna try to make that happen. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, it's, it was really great to actually be able, like, you know, ha- having the t- the Titanicus event earlier in May was like, all right, this, you know, we're we're slowly getting the wheel turning again. But then, you know, this weekend it was like, oh, this is great to be, um, you know, to have everyone together and really get motivated by all the beautiful armies that's the main because i'm not playing in the events i know a lot of people use like the deadline of the event to get things painted where i'm not playing as much now i come out of the events and i'm really inspired by all like the different lists and other things that i see and that kind of gets my juices going so um that's i'm i'm excited for that so we'll hopefully see what Hopefully, I'll be able to actually get some uh, stuff from my Iron Hands rolled out here soon and start doing some more games. Yeah, that'd be killer. That'd be killer. And I, I just want to say thanks again, guys, for all the efforts put towards the event. I, I found it was uh, a lot of fun to play in. Um, I really appreciated the extra effort of Loyalist versus Trader pairings like throughout the whole event. I know that's not a one-click and magic button does it. it I know that that takes some serious it, mental BCP, power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. BCP. If you can hear us. Yeah. Trader and loyalist yeah. pairings, please. It, yeah, it, I appreciate honestly... that you uh, say that. Yeah. Cause like this was a little bit more stripped down than our past events. Cause it's a new edition. And also I think me and AJ have just sort of, uh, for our own sanity, just kind of wanted to make it something that's a little bit easier to run. But I'm glad that you still enjoyed the fact that we tried to give it some sort of narrative hook. Yeah. Less than in the past, but yeah. Well, the thing that gives me so much hope <laughs> is um, on the Saturday of this past Saturday of the event that they dropped this new 
book for AT that's specifically for running events and yeah. like do we have something like that maybe in our future for heresy god i hope so but that that would be really cool so i'm excited to get that thing in my hands and start john and i were already talking on the way on the drive down like all right like we gotta okay john signing off peace john Enjoy your hand. thanks <laughs> thanks see you around <laughs> Um, but like we were talking like, Hey, we, you know, as soon as we get this book, we got to like set up a one day event and let's start getting into Titanic again. And, uh, you know, now that this COVID stuff is the worst of it is hopefully behind us that we can actually get back to the usual, like, you know, maybe two events a year type thing, do a Titanicus and, uh, a 30k event at least once a year and yeah bring people together and hopefully grow the community even more yeah that would be awesome i i very much am excited for that match playbook i to echo your point i i really hope that heresy has this in store um part of me deep down thinks that it's gonna happen i, I think they'd be crazy i think it'll be to. a while <laughs> i think it'll be a while before maybe we get something but I'm, I'm going to call it spring 2023. Oh, wow. Bold. Very bold. I'm going to call it. So the fact that it's the same studio, I would say bold's very like, you know, that's good chance. I think we might get something similar. I hope so. I like, well, get it in hand. We'll review it. (laughs) Right. Or even like I've said before of just like even, um, the open war, cards or something like that for heresy would be oh yeah great just something like you know i think not that i've only played one game so take this with a (laughs) grain of salt but the the fact that it's like we're still kind of playing the same missions that that's the only downside i think to uh, to 2.0 from what i see but uh i know Mm -hmm. we're gonna get more stuff in the future so now we just have to be patient and wait which is always hard it it is it is it's um they've already shown like a lot of um progress like we didn't have to wait 2 years for an FAQ like we have previously they sure. did make a little <laughs> FAQ although i know some people fear, you know said that the general effort was kind of underwhelming baby steps guys like we yeah, went from 2 sure. years to hey you know what the game's been out for almost 3 and a half months and we got one so it's just like yeah. as far as doing comparisons between you know first and second edition it's these are leaps and bounds so we i really gotta you know give them kudos for that they're they're making great efforts so yeah yeah i'm really excited to see you know the first campaign book you know i guess the next one that's going to come out is this um liberal imperial or i guess it's going to have solar ox and uh, talons i think of course talons different and talents, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Assassins. Um, and assassins, that's right. It's extra spicy. Um, but yeah, ho- hopefully we'll get something soon, at least one of these campaign books that they've mentioned in the books to see what one of those is like. And then that will just open a floodgate of new, you know, <laughs> what are they going to do next? What You know, what kind of campaigns are they going to do? What events and all that stuff? I'm all looking forward to that stuff. So hopefully that because that's the stuff that you can really mine to then build your future events on. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So all exciting things for our future here, boys. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I'm gonna have to uh, to cut it a little bit short here as well. I got to run and do a couple things, but Bill is awesome to uh, for us to come on and yeah chat about the event and really look forward to uh, seeing you again. Hopefully in the spring. Absolutely, guys. Yeah, thank you very much for jumping on and uh, you know just giving us some time to chat about heresy, and we will definitely uh, catch you guys. You know, we'll, we'll keep in touch online and hopefully, yeah, sure. roll dice in person there in the, in the spring. So, All right, man. Uh, yeah, you good. and I will have to get a match in one of these days. Oh, definitely. All right. All right, man. Sweet. Awesome. Okay, catch you guys. All right. Bye.
All right, everybody, I'm going to break down my Imperial Fist uh, list that I used for the uh, Boys of the Golden Throne Horse Heresy event there with uh, Kipper's Melee. Uh, so uh, kicking off this list is 3,000 points. I have no right of war. And starting off with HQs, I've got a uh, Chaplain. He is upgraded with the Vigil Pattern Storm Shield and a Thunder Hammer. I'm using the Warlord Trait Solar Marshal. Um, if I'm locked in with a unit of traders. Uh, basically, for combat, I get plus one weapon skill for him and his unit that he's with. Uh, very, very strong, very powerful. It's also going to let me, you know, rock out a leadership 10 stubborn uh, and with hatred. So it's uh, a nice little HQ for uh, any squad to join. I then took a Castellan, which is the Imperial Fist uh, Legion specific console. Uh, he's going to be armed with a Aliastus assault cannon. Uh, he's also going to allow my. Uh, heavy support squads to gain the line um, special rule, which is uh, very handy. Uh, for troops, I have two 10-man tactical marines with chainswords on my sergeants. Everything's got bolters, uh, very plain Jane. They're just there to kind of help hold backfield objectives and just kind of really take shots if they have to. Uh, for elites, this is where it gets interesting. I've got a five-man unit of Tartarus Terminators. There are two Solarite Gauntlets, two Thunder Hammers, um, four Storm Shields on those particular models, and the remaining Terminator has an Iliastus Assault Cannon upgraded from the Heavy Flamer and a Lightning Claw. Uh, the thoughts behind the Lightning Claw is just to be able to have that Strength 4 AP 3 uh, Rending 6 with Shred, so I'm just trying to fish for 6s essentially to do damage. and. Uh, it can help with, you know, chew through marines if I need to. Uh, one of the Solarite gauntlets is actually going to be on the sergeant, just so if I'm in a challenge, I'm going to be able to do some strength 10 AP1, hopefully for instant death, and take care of whatever is actually hurting me. Uh, comboed up with the chaplain, very strong unit, uh, performs very well, so uh, definitely looking forward uh, to that. Um, moving on, I have a Contemptor Dreadnought. Uh, keeping with the theme of my list, which is everything that can has an, have an assault cannon does have an assault cannon. Uh, so the Contemptor has a Carries Assault Cannon, the Gravis Power Fist with the Iliastis Assault Cannon built in, um, a squad of 10 veteran Marines. They all have Nemesis Bolters. There's a Vexilla and an Augury Scanner in the squad. This squad is my answer for other people's heavy support squads. So the dreaded last cannon team or the Volkite Culverin, this squad is the one that's going to do the work and take them out. Um, Nemesis Bolters obviously being extra, extra long range, 72 inches I believe, um, is very powerful. Uh, they're allowed to move and fire because they have Relentless, which is absolutely not to be underestimated at all. Um, if I was able to deploy second in my games, I was basically measuring one inch over the max range of the support squad I was facing and if the table deployment didn't allow for that then I was hiding behind terrain so I could move out and fire on my terms so very strong um, very strong unit it's nice to have uh, for fast attacks this is also a little bit of a unique spot in my list I have two squads of three Proteus land speeders each land speeder is armed with a grab uh, two grab guns and uh, these are what is doing some serious lifting. Um, these things are the bane of Spartans, Karens, Dreadnoughts, Automanta, Leviathans, everywhere. Um, the weekend at the event, they were doing a lot of work and performing very well, considering what they do. Uh, being T5, three wounds with a three-up save, it's not great, but unless you're going to be dedicating some strength 10 shooting to instant death them and just take them out, it's really not... Uh, not easy to move them, uh, very hard to shift. So uh, very fun to play with, obviously, because they're so fast. To round out my list, I've got the uh, heavy support section here. Um, starting off, I've got two 10-man heavy support squads that have started with heavy flamers, and I've upgraded them all to Iliastis Assault Cannons. Uh, the sergeants have Artificer Armor, there's a Vexilla and Augury Scanner in each squad. Um, these put out work. They do a tremendous amount of shooting in my list. 
Um, it is only a threat range of 31 inches, uh, 24 for the weapon itself, and then being able to move 7 and fire because they are Assault 4 now is uh, super big. Um, so the squad itself is actually firing 40 shots, hitting on 2s, strength 6, usually wounding on 2s, looking for that rending 6+, plus, which is just, it's bonkers, the amount of shots you can get out. Um, I'm rocking two squads of those, which is where a lot of the oomph comes from in the list. Uh, to back it up, I've got a squadron of Sakaran Punisher tanks. Um, each Sakaran has the Punisher turret, the front-mounted heavy bolter, and I was able to actually upgrade the sponsons on both tanks to have uh, Iliasis assault cannons. Um, it's a fair investment for points, but again continuing the theme for my list i really wanted to push the uh the theme i also have searchlights on them so overall um the list itself is very shooting heavy uh the theme is basically everything that could have an assault cannon does have an assault cannon um it's on average throwing out about 144 shots a turn uh that's just everything is within range um, of all my assault cannon like heavy support units and then the obviously the veterans are sniping out trying to do what they can against um, you know apothecaries sergeants augury scanners vexillas characters you know they're just kind of the hairy unit um, really fun list to play honestly uh, there was some uh, really solid close games that I played over the weekend and uh, no one left away you know no one left from the table with any feels bad um, talking with my opponents everyone really enjoyed the list and the way it works like it's it's, it's a bulldog it's very vicious if you get close um, from far yeah I, I don't really have that punch I struggle uh, my list isn't that great at a distance um, but you know we're trying to close in uh, capture progressive objectives or just trying to do kill point missions like when we're actually engaging each other it's it performs quite well obviously because you know you got to get close to do anything um, the damage the damage output is a lot uh, anything against just you know when you're making any unit roll that many dice saves um, you're going to do a lot of damage um, I was able to uh, take out a fair bit of Terminators, Dreadnoughts, uh, even a couple Primarchs, just with the volume of shooting, um, which is very nice to see. Uh, but honestly, like if I was going to look at the list and think what my MVP is, it'd probably be those Proteus uh, Landspeeders as my number one, and then my number two would probably be the Veteran Snipers because they're, they're very good. Um, Nemesis Bolters right now I think are maybe a little too good, but... That, that is what it is for now uh, until we get an FAQ. But I just wanted to, uh, yeah, do a quick breakdown of my Imperial Fist list. It's a little different from what you might see out there normally. Uh, I just, I didn't want to run Phalanx Warders. I didn't want to run um, Templar Brethren or anything like that. I wanted it something unique to me with a lot of infantry. So uh, if you guys have any other questions about my Fist list or if you want to ever, uh, you know, help uh, workshopping a list or anything like that please let me know more than happy to think tank with you on that and uh, yeah thanks again for listening and we will catch you later <laughs>